Welcome to Cardboard Conjecture. We're a podcast about board games where we have opinions and conclusions formed on the basis of incomplete information. This episode of Cardboard Conjecture is brought to you by these great Saskatoon businesses. Amazing Stories Comics on 8th Street, Dragon's Den Games on 8th Street, and Breakout Escape Rooms on Faithful Avenue. Hey there, I'm your host Norm and this is the Cardboard Conjecture Podcast. And on this episode, we are going to have a topic and the topic is new to my collection and games on my radar. And back is the Meeple Dungeon and Ryan from Mr. Rao Gaming Rants and Reviews. Cardboard Conjecture is proudly sponsored by Amazing Stories Comics on 8th Street in Saskatoon. They're the winner of the Joe Schuster Award for Best Comic Book Store in Canada, and they were also nominated in 2016 for the U.S. Eisner Spirit of Comics Retailer Award, presented at Comic-Con. Amazing Stories, amazing collection of comic books, board games, puzzles, and collectibles can be found in their store or on their new online website. And we're back. This is Cardboard Conjecture. And uh, this being our monthly special episode, we have, uh, uh, I think we have a contingency of regulars. And I'd like to introduce everybody before we get going. And uh, from the newly created Mr. Rao Rants and Reviews, Ryan. Hey. And from the Meeple Dungeon, the cutest couple in board gaming, Robin and Anna Marie. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Cool. So uh, we had started this, uh, uh, Robin Anna Marie. We had started this last month and said, "Hey!" At the, uh, afterwards, we said, "Hey, let's 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 do this as a regular thing." And and uh, I think before I finish the sentence, you guys were nodding your heads and going, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yep, oh, yeah, absolutely." Yep. And then uh, and then Ryan, this uh, you know this is a perfect this feels time like for, home. Uh, this feels like home. <laughs> the uh, yeah, do a quick plug on what you got going on now, man. Uh, my my old YouTube channel where it's just like an old man shaking fists at a cloud or something. <laughs> That's yeah. how I intended it. But uh, <laughs> starting up, <laughs> starting up, Mr. Rouse Gaming Rants and Reviews. And originally, I just wanted to just be like just a space, like, hey, if something's just been irking me, just like throw down a quick twelve-minute rant about whatever's bugging me at, at at the time, and like like the weird cloud that went by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, take, like, don't jump out. Come on. Damn kids, get off my lawn. <laughs> All right. And then, yeah, I've been throwing up some reviews and some playthroughs up there on well. And yeah, it's been going well. Uh, first month uh, in, got a few subscribers. Mm-hmm. We're doing good. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. The, uh, the, the, I think the, the, the rant that drew me the most was the uh, gatekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a little I, bit I, of I a, like it. I like it that you picked up on some of my subtle, my yeah. subtleties. Well, it without was, actually saying names, you after, actually knew who I was talking about. After, uh, after I lis- listened to it, I texted Ryan and we kind of back and forth. And uh, I don't know if you, if you guys have seen it, but uh, I said, hey, it was awesome because you, you got your point out. And then you riled yourself back up and then you got your point out again. And then you riled yourself up back again. And he's like, well, yeah, maybe I did. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, that was awesome. It was, it was like it was watching amazing. Statler and Waldorf on the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny too, because Ian, old co-host of yes. Cardboard Conjecture, Ian, he had messaged me after he watched the video. He's like, will this thing ever just end? <laughs> like you stopped and started like five times. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that movie. What movie was that? There it had like five different endings. Was that people I think said that about Lord of the Rings and the one of them oh, yeah. where every time it went dark, they thought it was the end. And then yeah. it kept going. And it but just kept going. I, I like it. I'm glad it kept going. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get things going. That's a good segue. Let's get things going. And um, uh, uh, Rob and Anna Marie, you want you guys, you, you guys are the regulars. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> this is the, because uh, we haven't even uh, introduced it, new to our collection. And then we'll finish off with the games on our radar. And uh, and some of ours, some of us have a smaller radar. Some of us have a bulletin board <laughs> size radar. But uh, right. yeah, start us off, you guys. You can go ahead, Anna-Marie. Sure. So um, first one new to our collection is one that I know has been played by other people um, on this podcast right now. But it's uh, by Uwe Rosenberg. And it is New York Zoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a capstone and Furland. And um, yeah, I just, I, I heard Shrink a lot is about this. still on, nice. It, it <laughs> yeah. is, it is new, <clears throat> new to the collection. But yeah, it's the kind of got that, uh, the tile placement, um, Tetris, yeah, polyamino, polyamino look and feel cool. and mm-hmm. cool little uh, meeples. You got penguins and flamingos and all sorts of little things. and. It just, you're constructing a park and I liked it, the idea of it because you're also, um, oh no, I'm getting mixed up with another one. Um, you're constructing a park, building encounters, introducing new animals, raising their offspring. They're just, I don't know, it's a, just a neat little idea yeah, and Norm it. Norm talked it up a ton. So that was definitely, I like, Norm keeps talking about this. So every time <laughs> I would go in to our local game shop and I'd be like, I'd see it and I'm like, oh. And then, and then you talk about it again. I think, ah. <laughs> the easiest time. way I say it is um, I love patchwork. So it takes mm-hmm. that, that straightforward patchwork mechanism about going around that rondelle. And then that button economy and kind of uses the button economy as the, the breeding, the species breeding that is part of your board and how you, you do this kind of like other lower level of collecting points. So, yay, I'm so happy for you guys. Yeah. I'm super excited. I love those. I love patchwork as well. I think that game, they just nailed that game. It was so fun. Yeah. And I like the tile, the tiling and the polyomino games. So yeah, I'm super, super excited for this one. So that was my uh, first or our first new the collection. <laughs> right on. I still yeah, have not bit. played this game. <gasps> yeah, I me neither. I'm to. excited. Yeah. Norm talked it up a lot and a lot of people around here have been talking it up a lot. And yeah, that's it easily was uh, picked up at uh, a sale a couple of weeks ago, along with a few other things. <laughs> so this is one that I feel shame for. So, <clears throat> shame. This one, shame. yes, this is. You can definitely shake your fist and say shame and bell. ring the bell, the bell, shame bell. Um, this one is a deck builder. Some of who say this is like the best deck builder. I'm not talking about Dominion, okay? I'm talking about something newer, but still something that I haven't played, but I've played its successors. What I'm talking about is Clank. Ah, and, yeah! Yes, from Clank. Dire Wolf. Dire Wolf and Renegade. The 
the what I've been told, kind of the classic deck builder. Um, and I don't know a whole lot about this game, although I just know that it's highly rated and it's an amazing deck builder and that it led to the making of Dune Imperium. And hmm. so... Which is an awesome which game. Which is one of my favorite games of all time. And this one, I, it was on sale and... I thought, wow, I've I put this off long enough. So <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Grab, yeah, clank, and uh, yeah, I don't know a whole ton about it. I I know that it's kind of like fantasy themed, where you're sneaking into the dragon's keep to steal precious artifacts and delving mm-hmm. into loot and all these these things. But what you're really doing, I don't know, other than obviously deck building. But I guess deck building to a high degree so yeah, i'm really excited for it i really like deck building and like i said dune imperium is one of my favorite games ever and that came from this so i expected things clank and you all oh go ahead sorry no no clank is in my top 10 favorite games of all time okay oh, yeah. all right yeah so there you go just to add to the accolades oh yeah why you should have that game it, yeah, uh, and it's still in shrink <laughs> a lot That's of people say it's a deck builder i say it's a race game because there are so many dine and dashers that <laughs> right because the moment you grab that big major that that uh, what do they call Art, it the artifacts. Artifacts. artifacts that's it i'm like prizes no they're not prizes um <laughs> i have i have clank in space so the, the 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 titles are a little different but yeah you always have that one person that's gonna be like i'm gonna grab this cheap one and go well before everybody can go and catch you with the you know with, with your victory points down hey right <laughs> I like that. Yeah, no, it, it sounds great. And I, I've just I know so many people highly rate this game and talk talk yeah. about it. And yeah, I feel shame that I've never played it. And you guys um, are always talking about the legacy game too, that mm. that like legacy. And so I I'd be curious to get into that after I know I'm going to enjoy this one. So yeah. well, and, and you said if you reverse if you love Dune, then you can kind mm-hmm. of reverse engineer it and go. Well, let's see where this this love affair with Dune started. <laughs> Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, if if Dune came from this, I'm I'm all for it. So it's the same. It's the same designer. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I I'm super stoked. I I'm ultra happy to have added it to the collection after (laughs) it's it's been uh, I've been looking at it for years and just never pulled the trigger. Well, there you go. Here we are. So, Ryan, off of your tower. Of, of games acquired this <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> jumping into the conversation yeah. here is like, well, okay, well, well you, you guys can pick two and you can pick two and you can pick two. I'm like, I'm coming with a list of 12. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's what? like the price is right with the big wheel. <laughs> so the one that I'm going to settle on that's new to the collection was, it was my birthday not too long ago. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, April, April birthday babies. That's what I'm trying to say. Nailed it. First try. Um, <laughs> one of the games that I got as a gift from the kids and Jen was That Time You Killed Me by nice. Pandasaurus yeah. Games. Oh, I want to so play that. This game, I had put this on kind of my wish list based on the theme alone, where it yep. is you are two rival time travelers and one of you have invented time travel. You just I can't remember who was who. And you, <laughs> the other, the one person wants to take the credit for it. So you're trying to erase the other person from time, essentially. 
And right. how are you going to achieve this? Well, it's just like an abstract chess-like game where you've got three boards that represent the past, present, and future. Oh, and cool. this has got, now, Norm, you're going to, I'm going to pique your interest here. I got serious Shobu vibes oh. out of this game. <laughs> When one thing affects, like say, if something happens in the past, it's going to affect the present and it's going to affect the future and some other things, some mechanisms. I'm not going to do a lot of spoilery things because there are four module boxes and they kind of instruct you to kind of go through the modules. Mm -hmm. So we're just working through module one and we just started module two and I've spoiled it for myself because I couldn't hardly contain myself. <laughs> but module four is ways that you can mix and match the other three modules together. Kind of like a, a bigger game. Yeah. But you got, you got, you had kind of had this tutorial system that went on going on. Cool. Anyways, it is so, so good that awesome. this might, this, I don't, I don't know because I don't own Shabu, but I really, really enjoyed it. But I got the real serious nice. vibes out of this one with a really quirky theme on top of it that you're yeah. just trying to erase another person from history yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and be Sounds the one awesome. to claim to be the one who claimed that invented time travel. Yeah, that's that game sounds so awesome. Yeah, we've had our eyes on that one, too. I've heard so many people talking about this, too, on social media, right? Like yep. you see all these pictures and they talk about that abstract where it's like, don't it, get it, this wrong. This pure, is a cool abstract game. Yeah. It's a pure abstract with a very quirky theme thrown on top of it. That actually kind of works very, very well with a lot of the components. Like, I guess I can talk about box one. Cause that's the first thing people mm -hmm. are going to open up. Um, it has some horticulture in it where you can plant a seed in the past, okay. which then in the present would grow into a shrub. And in the future, it grows into a tree. Yeah. So you, so one little action actually has such ramp, like a butterfly effect across the past, present and future. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden you can start taking away things and you can knock down trees and that's you can, uh, giving me a looper vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Cause if cool. you plant it just right, you can plant a seed in the past and it'll sprout a tree in the future where your opponent is. And of course your opponent will die because the tree grew <laughs> right where they were. <laughs> Ew. Sounds great. That sounds like so much fun. This episode of Cardboard Conjecture is proudly sponsored by Dragon's Den Games, located in the Louis VIII Mall on H Street in Saskatoon. Swing by Dragon's Den Games and let Darren, Al, and the awesome staff help you out in search for great board games, role-playing games, miniature systems, and all of the related accessories. Be a part of their gaming communities that have scheduled events in their great gaming area. Dragon's Den Games, Louis VIII Mall on H Street in Saskatoon. Ryan, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be so happy because I bought in Arkham Horror, <gasps> the Dunwich Legacy campaign expansion. Um, uh, <laughs> the because I think oh way back when I bought Marvel Champions, I'd bought the uh, Arkham Horror LCG as well, and uh, the Marvel Champions is so good. I just I got derailed, and it was only about a month ago that I finally 
shame. I, I, was, sa- I was standing <laughs> in the box of shame looking at that uh, at, uh, Arkham Horror and brought it out. And uh, I have the Lord of the Rings already and I have Marvel Champions. So I've of that those three, I have either side of the spectrum and that Arkham Horror sits so nicely right in the middle <laughs> um, awesome. with, uh, with, first of all, the theme. Uh, now, I, I mean, I've never been a big Cthulhu kind of fan, but I am a huge fan of like, you know, horrific Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think when I was talking to, uh, when I was talking to David Thompson, um, when we did our games of late, I said, it's, uh, it's uh, take Indiana Jones and an American horror classic, whatever show it is and put them together. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the theme, <laughs> love the theme. I, I think I enjoy it so much because I'm familiar with the mechanisms that like it's, I learned it, but I didn't have to go deep into the learning process because I knew how they, I knew how their system runs, right? I knew how their, right. their uh, as, as, a, as a drummer would say, I, I found the pocket pretty fast, <laughs> yeah. right? It was right just on. like, oh, there it is. Okay, I got it. Okay, do this, do this, do this. I got three. Okay, it's their turn. They battle me. They, yeah, all those zones of, uh, of table play, very familiar. And uh, so much that I didn't even finish the core box campaign and, until I found myself in our friendly local game store going, that's the one I want. <laughs> that's excellent. We, um, we are far more shameful because we have played no Arkham Horror. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, we're done the show now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, you'll find the DNA across all of the different LCG games is so good that like you said, if you're Marvel champions, you'll be able to get into Arkham horror pretty good. Yeah. If, you, if you're playing, playing Lord of the Rings, you can get into Marvel champions pretty, sure. pretty easily yeah. and everything. The yeah. DNA, like you said, it's all all very familiar with their own little nuances. And if you play Marvel Champions and you go up to Lord of the Rings, you'll cry because it's nightmarishly hard. Yeah. We have a yeah. lot of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, we've got a lot of Lord of the Rings to play. Oh. Yeah. And all of Marvel Champions. Yeah. But yeah, no, Lord of the Rings is yeah. punishing. It's punishing. Yeah. yeah. But that, I mean, that's compelling because it's just, it's not a pushover, right? It's like, no, yeah. Hmm, I'll see BGG, I'll see what the deck builds. Yeah, and I'm not a deck builder. And it forced, like that game forced me to go online and figure out, okay, what am I doing wrong? (laughs) But uh, Arkham Horror, I still have to, now again, I'm just doing solo play. Here's the recommendation coming from Ryan. Um, I'm just doing solo play. I don't think I need the character expansion pack. Um, So if you want the character expansion pack, some of those characters for the Dunwich Legacy, they pair very well with the the Dunwich Legacy um, campaign. Of course they do. Of course, of course they do. <laughs> of course they gonna, do. But of course, but then you're also going to get the extra. I believe the Dunwich Legacy actually introduced some really neat um, cards for the actual deck construction process. Um, give you some extra bits. Going to go pieces online and, here and just put it in the cart. <laughs> just, just get everything, and then you get like these big, massive totes that I have back here yeah. somewhere that just carry just one game. We should campaign Rubbermaid just to make a LCG like <laughs> tote. Hi. 
you like the content we're creating and the podcast episodes we're producing, please leave a happy rating on the podcast platform that you use. This would be such a great gift and would also help others find our podcast when they search for board game podcasts. And if you have the time, check out our new YouTube channel where we have new content every few days. Just search Cardboard Conjecture on YouTube. Thanks, eh? All right, we're back at the top again. Okay. Okay, so this game, um, originally, it's new to our collection, but I believe it originally came out in 1980. Um, but this is, uh, it's a dice checking game and it's called can't stop. (laughs) And oh my gosh, it is so much fun. So much fun. We just got it as a late Christmas present from a buddy of ours. And it's so much fun. You're just, uh, it's, it was by Sid Saxon. And um, I think the original art was by Clemens Franz. And I think originally it was published by Parker Brothers, but I think it's been redone a few times. A million million times. times, Yeah. 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 But you're just, yeah, you're just uh, push your luck. It's a, it's all it is. It's a big dice checking, push your luck game. And it's addicting. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You just want to, no, I can't, I can't go anymore. It's your turn. And then, no, I want to keep going. I want to keep, ah, I went too far. And, and then you just want to play again after you finish. It's one of those just... Um, I'd never heard of it. Oh, no. really? Wow. Yeah. Cool. I had yeah, never heard nice. of it. Neither had I. And, and it's so awesome. He gave it to us and I was like, oh, you're going to show me how to play this. He's like, you haven't played this before? I'm like, no. <laughs> He's like, all right. And he came over and showed us and then we played. And oh, yeah, it's just, it's yeah. fantastic. It's he so came over, fun. came over, said like five words and you guys were like into the <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically right. The, uh, yeah. You're going to get the, the the Ryan math interpretation of this game, and then you're going to get the norm psychology focus nice. on this game because I absolutely adore the push your luck on this game. And that yeah. adrenaline is just like, yeah, just rolling dice and wine. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, man, I might, my BP I know. off the chart right. here, right? Oh, yeah. It's so, so true because you're like, there's no, like, Nothing's gonna happen if I don't win. But I'm like, I, I can't do it. I, ah. Yeah. I mean, that's a seven. Seven. I got a good chance. What are the odds, <laughs> Ryan? What are the right? odds? Yeah. yeah, very good. The roll seven. Go wrong. Four dice. Yeah. Not yeah. one on. I'm throwing them. <laughs> oh gosh. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. I, I pull oh, yeah. it out. I have a couple sets that I have in my classroom that I do when I do with the probability nice. section of my classes, and we just pull out a couple boards and we just chuck dice for half an hour or something like that. And then lead the students to why is it shaped that way? Why does seven have so many slots, but the twos and the twelves don't have very many slots. Right. Yeah. A lot of fun. And then you teach them math and they don't know about it. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. And I I also figure out who has the gambling addictions. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Just gotta walk around a bit. <laughs> you should sit down. Yeah. Um, uh, cool, Rob. What do you got? I've got um, a spiritual successor to one of my favorite games of all time. You've got a lot of favorite games of all time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is, this is one of my favorite hits album. <laughs> yeah. And this one is uh, yeah. This this uh, came out um, this past Christmas, I believe, and it's the new horrified uh the american monsters and this is uh from uh ravensburger 
And yeah, the original Horrified is one of my favorite games ever. Mm-hmm. Of all time. Agreed. Yes. <laughs> and this one just has a whole whack of different monsters. And I just loved what the first game did with all the different asymmetrical versions of all the monsters with different ways to beat them and like so drastically different ways to beating every monster. And this one will be no different. Um, and I'm excited to see what the different um, ways to defeat these monsters are. And I just really like these monsters. I liked the campy ones from from that one with yeah. you know, Frankenstein and Dracula. The universal and, uh, monsters. Yeah, yeah, the universal guys. But um, this one's got all the North American ones, you know, like uh, Bigfoot and the Jersey oh, Devil, the Chupacabra, the Mothman. Um, yeah, it just looks really great. And I expect huge things from it because I really was blown away by the first one. And this one was an easy slam dunk. As soon as I saw a copy available, bang, got it. Did I ever... Uh- Sorry, totally digression here. Did I ever tell you that uh, Bigfoot was one of like my recurring nightmares as a kid? <laughs> you did tell me that actually. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> it was nothing big. When I think back Please, on it now, it more. wasn't even scary, but it was like a, just a recurring thing. And I don't, I don't know. I was never terrified of Bigfoot. It just, that's one of the dreams I'd have. Yeah. I, the uh, same thing for me, but it was more at the lake and it was sort of like me going, huh? And it was basically my uncle without a shirt on and he was, <laughs> <laughs> this hairy back thing. I, don't know. I, I believe, I believe that's deep into Rao genetics. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> the, ch- the, 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 the Chittick Lake Sasquatch is actually just Ryan and his dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not unlike me as well here, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but uh, judging by how unruly this beard is getting. the um, um, I'm going to, yeah, you play that because I love the, uh, the Universal Monster Horrified and I'm just curious about this one. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, as soon as I heard this was a thing coming out, I was like, oh, I'm easily, I'm just going to buy that the first day I see it. So a couple nice. weeks ago, there it was. And haven't played it yet, but I expect it's going to be fantastic because that first one blew my socks off. I didn't expect anything from that first game. And then now I think it might be in my top 10 games, honestly. Cool, cool. So, yeah. Ryan, what's the okay. second coolest thing that you've got lately? Okay, you're going to start seeing a theme in the types of games <laughs> because, Expensive. surprise, surprise, I have another abstract game that got added <laughs> to the collection. Um, and this one came recommended from the Tabletop Bellhop um, over on yeah. the What You've Been Playing Wednesday podcast and his own show. He talks about this one lots. And if you follow him on Twitter, he has been pumping this one up with full of pictures in his Grinto um, by Grand Gamers Guild and designed by Richard Yanier. And if you take a look at pictures of it, it's just a big old board of stacked tiles. <laughs> a la, like pretty much look kind of like Mahjong-ish, but they're not like over interconnecting or anything like that. There's just like a big grid of a whole bunch of tiles, whole bunch of different colors on them. And from what I gathered, like I don't know a lot about it yet, but um, it just seems like, Hey, it's got that, oh, what do they call it? Um, the mechanisms, it's, it's um, eluding me. But anyways, you just pick a tile and yeah, you get to activate other tiles on the board depending on what color. And depending on what color it is, cool. tells you what kind of tiles you can take or where you can take tiles from. And you're trying, it's a big old set collecting game. 
There we go. That's, how, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to get it out there. It's a big old stack collecting game. There's a big old stack of cards that kind of tells you how you're going to score. And that's kind of like the variability of the game is, hey, you're trying to collect these types of sets to score these kind of points and try to do it better than the other people at the table. And then you'll win. What was that, um, nice. what was that stacking stones game that just came out recently? Um, stacking stones. Oh, I think I know what you're oh. talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <sighs> oh, Two play, a two-player thing, but I'm sorry I kind of I diverted you. But that's that that's what I, I see here with that one uh, with when you're stacking the yeah, uh, everything, different pieces everything on in the top middle of the board. Every, like the whole board is like yeah. pre-laid out, and everything's stacked on top of one another. And you're kind of just taking things off of these stacks based off of whatever the colors and symbols are. and yeah yeah and yeah. It looks really gorgeous. We're probably going to start playing it this weekend. Because Jen even said she's like, "Ooh, this one intrigues me." Cool. So it looked good. I, I saw the picture that you posted on Twitter, and I thought the box looked really uh, box interesting. Looks now I believe here I'm just on the BGG page. It says a, a Garinto is a type of Japanese pagoda of oh, yeah. the five elements: earth, oh. water, fire, air, and the void. Okay, so, and everything like that. So what you're trying, I guess, what the theme is is you're, you're trying to control all the elements. And right. Whoever does that the best gets victory points. Nice. <laughs> That's a good game does. It's all about the victory points. Cool. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I think this one's the uh, the first family game. Um, Daniel has been has been asking me about uh, dad, dad. Can I do some D and D? Because I have a regular D and D thing, and uh, it kind of dawned on me how I can scaffold him into chucking some dice and doing some role-playing games and uh ryan i think you have my original copy but i picked up and or the mm. family fantasy game nice there nice. we go cool. um uh, and it's uh it's that same designers same concept same mechanism but it's sort of like the uh the the kind of take on my first carcassonne or my first stone age Sure. Yeah. It is the 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 uh, Andor uh, uh, world and the whole idea of you moving around with this kind of Euro-driven mechanisms. And there's still dice chucking and there's tile flipping, but it is uh, it, it it's I think we're going to have some fun because there's just this idea of going to adventure and there's very uh um for not formatted but scaffold kind of like here's your first objective and there's a card and and there's no there's no uh subjective interpretation and i mean if i'm at the table i'm oh hey, no forget that forget the rules let's go this way yeah. <laughs> but um yeah i can't wait to uh, sit down and have him have a go at this because uh the more i can get him involved the more game time i get right <laughs> yeah right. it's always fun i like it yep so uh and how your guys' boys, how uh um uh Robin Anna Marie, how old are they? They're in they're pushing nine the teens and now, seven. right? Nine and seven, okay. Nine and yeah. seven, yeah. Okay. So I've got the older ones, you've got yep. the middle ones, and then Ryan yep. got the young ones. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Mine, so, mine are mine are four and six. I'll do yep. I'll, I'm pre, I'm I'm the top of the pipeline, so I'll start kind of <laughs> as it goes down. So like, yeah, this is a good family one. You guys will like this one. Yeah, uh, that's uh, perfect. Uh, and and I mean I've always loved that whole Andor and it's um what is it uh, Michael Manzel I think yeah yeah it's uh yeah Michael Manzel who's typically known for for doing the art for most most of Feld and Rosenberg's games um, right yep 
he did him and his family or him and his kids put together Andor and then got success with it. And I think they're on three different box campaigns. Oh, and wow. I might have to go for the second one because the first well, one was so much fun. Well, he, well, he, <laughs> he, well, he did do the art. Um, I believe, but I believe it's the brands that are the designers oh, on Andor, the family game. It is. It is right on the top. Let me have a look here. A game from Inca and Marcus Brand. I love the brands. Brands are amazing. <laughs> I love the brands. They've so, designed some of our favorite games. Of all I am. Time. I'm double convinced that I that I my gut instinct on cardboard yeah. here was bang on. You made the right choice. <laughs> Yay! Um, uh, we uh, we're, we're, like are we got around enough time for another round or or what? I can. Sure. <laughs> I like Ryan's like, oh man, I could, we could be here. I just, I just scratched the right? surface. I, I've, got, I've got content for episodes upon days. <laughs> okay. Well, Anna Marie. Yeah. Let's do another quick round before we Any get ground. into on the radar. Okay. All right. So, or sorry, we're doing another new before we do on the radar or we're going to on the radar. No, let's do another uh, new to the okay. collection. Yeah. Okay. So um, again, it's not another, well, this one's a lot newer than my last one, but um New to the collection, uh, game. We I, no, this one is. I'll just start with it. I'm sorry, I can't talk. Apparently, <laughs> um, Seven Wonders Architects. So that oh, one okay. is new to the collection. So, where I was, what I was trying to say, like four things at one time, uh, <laughs> is that um, I've played Seven Wonders only a couple, like a handful of times, not very many. Um, but then we've got uh, Seven Wonders Duel. Mm-hmm. And I played that one a lot. And I really like that one. And, um, nice. and then I've heard a lot of good things with seven wonders architects. So yeah, we found that one. And um, yeah, it looks really cool. It, very it interested to play. I heard people have said that it's not the same, right? It's a different game. It adds, very different, yeah. um, adds stuff in and it's got the different feel, but was still feeling like seven wonders. So yeah. And I, I enjoyed the game a lot. So I'm very excited about, uh, about that. So yeah, not when you're actually like physically building the wonders, right? I believe. Yeah, yeah, you're like yeah, physically putting the thing together. It's a completely different game as far as what I'm what you're doing. Yeah, have you played it, Ryan? I haven't played this version. No, no, yeah. no. I've I've played tons and tons of Seven Wonders and Seven Wonders World, but I have not played this one. Yeah, well, we'll let you know. We'll yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm in, I'm intrigued. Cause it looks, it looks good. I'm excited for it. It looks really good. Yeah. Repost I, usually has, I, I like their stuff too. I saw it laid out on a table at the game shop locally and it, it looked really cool. It looked like inside the box. It had game trays for everything too. Mm. And everything was just like, you could just pull it out and like setup was like super minimal. And so it looked really I, good. I'm I've, you know, with the, with the boys me being seven and nine, I'm always looking at ages yeah. Four games, like what's the recommended age? And this one is eight plus. Oh, so I figure go. that's a sweet if, spot. Yeah. Right. And if, if a lot of what I'm loving about games, not what I'm loving, I love everything about them, but when you have games that are made for eight plus that all ages enjoy, Yeah. right? Like yeah. it's not just a child's game, Yeah. child, like children can play it, but it's just as fun for a group nice. of adults sitting around playing. You hit it's, it fun. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm super excited for that and get the boys uh, get the boys playing that one too. Doesn't well, look like there's a lot of text. It's more just iconography, so that helps too. And that's the thing that I'm totally digging about this hobby is that's like, who cares if you're an adult? Is this fun? Yeah. Are you having yes. fun? 
Yeah. Does it make yes, your life totally. fun? Does everybody yes. around you appreciate you more because you're happy because you're having fun? Yes. <laughs> you're this, laughing, this, this, enjoying. Yeah. This sounds yeah. like a topic that I ranted about not too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This episode is supported by the incredible team at Breakout Escape and Board Game Lounge here in Saskatoon. Using industry-leading technology, Breakout Escape Rooms are all 100% uniquely designed by the team to ensure their patrons have maximum fun while staying safe. As well, they are a fully licensed board game lounge with over 400 titles to select from to ensure fun for every gamer new and experienced. Be sure to check them out at BreakoutSask.com. At Breakout Escapes and Board Game Lounge, they believe that life is more fun when you play games. Um, uh, Rob, yeah. I know okay. you. Let's pull the pull the next one off the top of that Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I did. I love that. That's the one you pulled. <laughs> I pulled this one for a particular reason, um, because earlier on in the show, you remember I was talking about I was feeling shame about um, never having <laughs> played Clank. But I also have never played Clank in space. <laughs> you bought both. So, there you go. I bought both of them at the same time. Um, couldn't couldn't make up our minds. No. Yeah. I was like, well, they're both here. Whatever. Yeah. We're getting them both. And they were and both I, on sale. They were. So yeah, to be fair, they got a good both, a good uh, price out of them. A good deal. I but, love that. Um, I love that that psychological validation. They were on sale. They, they were, were, you know. It's of course, they were on sale. Come on, what are you judging me for? I'm saving money. I'm not. I'm not spending less money. I'm saving money. I'm yeah. helping out the economy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. I guess it's the relatively the same game, just in space theme. So yeah. I have the space um, one. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't know. I don't know if there's any differences between. Yeah, and, it, and, and instead of just like one big board, you actually have like little modular boards that can like switch places and around when okay. you do set up. Yeah. You think it's worth having both? Oh yeah. Why not? Sure. Why not? And then while this... you're at it, get the legacy version too. I think <laughs> we will. I think it probably will. Um, and to be honest, I don't get rid of any games anyway, so it's here to stay regardless. I, so. I also justified, and this is real sad, but I also justified like, well, we have two kids. So, you know, when yeah. we go, yeah, like one we're, gets this, one, one gets, gets this, one gets this. All I'm going to say is you guys should never visit a pet store. <laughs> we did that. We made the mistake. We came home with two puppies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bad decision. Yeah. We can't so. bring one. They'll get lonely. Yeah. Right, the We're other one's going to get lonely. Oh, recurring yeah. theme in this household, apparently. <laughs> right on. Oh, my gosh. Right, yeah. oh, Looks okay. good. Okay. Ryan. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Spin the prices right wheel. And what are we going to come up with? Like I could just rapid fire a whole bunch of them. But uh, the other one that I'll, I'll talk about that's new to the collection came recommended by the Meeple Dungeon, Rob and Anna Marie themselves. <laughs> and just because I listened to their podcast episode, their review oh, of yeah. it. And that is right. Meadow. Yeah. Nice. I know like other than listening to the podcast, that's the only information I know about the game. And I was sold on it and realized that my wife is probably going to really enjoy this game. The artwork is beyond oh, amazing. It's, it's so fantastic. good. Yeah. yeah. Beyond, beyond amazing. It looks so calm and zen. It is. it is. Okay. It's crazy. And, yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> what? You're just collecting sets of cards. 
It's just simply with those, all this beautiful artwork, you just match up some symbols. I like the action selection mechanism. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of um, uh, the game that is now in your collection, Norm, Quadropolis, hmm. where you put where you put the thing and it says count this many spots inwards and that's what you get. Yeah, nice. Yes. I really like that kind of thing. And yeah, Meadow looks absolutely amazing. Can't yeah. wait to get that one to the table because it's great. Oh, it's, it's really stunning. great. Yeah. It's it's chill. Is that it's- a Beth Sobel thing? Because no, that, it, is, no it, it looks was, like it. It, it that's looks like, like that's why I asked. It's got this. Yeah. It's got this warmness to it. It's, I was fully expecting was, to um, say yeah. art by Beth Sobel, and I didn't Polish, because Polish it's not lady. Crytek, Crycheck, or something. Nice. Uh, Car- Carolina Kiljik. There it is. Yeah. Tarzana Feibager. Yeah. yeah, you did about name. as good as I did, Ryan. <laughs> Publi- and published by Rebel Studio. Yeah. yeah. I've never played a game where I've been just totally relaxed the entire game. Like, I, I just was lo- not lost in, in the cards, but just... Like I wasn't thinking about winning or losing or whatever. I was just enjoying the gameplay mm-hmm. yep. and mm-hmm. just, okay, well, oh, you took that one. You rascal. I guess I'll have to go get something else. <laughs> yeah. You know, then, you took the butterfly. I guess I'll take this Fox over here. Yeah. Like, he's pretty cute. Like, I'll take him. <laughs> you know? it's, the, it's the, Oh, well, okay. Game. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. okay. I'll go here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so, I did. Yeah, I've totally enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I hope you. I hope you like it as Me much too. as you did. I, I'm. I'm sure with it. And when it says like ages like ten plus on it, stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. I don't see no text or anything like mm. to be seen here. No. So this it's will be something symbols. that Regan can also play with us because his yep. um, association with symbols yep. and symbology yep. and everything that is really strong. So yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to this one. Perfect. Awesome. Well, I'm excited. Ryan's training is sent to be the next code breaker. <laughs> <laughs> Symbology oh, and cryptology. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, you uh, better learn this by the time you're seven. <laughs> yeah, you better you better crack that uh, that uh, Rosetta Stone for. Uh, I only have <laughs> I only have I only have forty cryptography degrees. You better have forty one. Forty one. I uh, I've ventured forth. And I never thought that it'd be possible to do a solo of Concordia, but I went out and I picked Ooh. up Concordia Solitaria. Wow. And nice. uh, it's expansions for one or two players. Uh, it does, like I said, it does a solo. It does a uh, co-op. Um, and uh, yeah, right after it, it's like solo. And then the, and then Jeff was telling me about what else it does. And all I heard was, womp, 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 yeah, because he solo. said the solo. Solo, play solo, solo, and solo, blah, 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 blah. and I'm solo. like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. solo. <laughs> put it in the cart, put it in the cart, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, so I think I'm just looking at the back here, and I think a lot of the AI-driven choices uh, are are again dice-driven. So if there's a way that the game can get me to lose, it's through dice because right. dice love me, and. Um, uh, so yeah, I can't wait to to uh, give this a try. I've seen a lot of, heard a lot of people, and see I've seen some YouTube uh, tutorials already, and a lot of people right before they even start going, oh, I really enjoyed this game. So I'm I'm quite happy with that. And I mean, I still have some fond memories of of uh, 
yeah. Terminal City with you guys right. playing. What was it? Venus for the, when it then when that came out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's right. So uh, I love Concordia, and I want to see how it works solo. So there you go. Right on. I, I kept seeing that, that on that the pre-orders out. page. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> but solos, we never don't play much solo. <laughs> so, you know. Cool. Um, well, this is a perfect transition into uh, games that are on our radar. And I think all the time games are on our radar before we even know that they're on our radar. <laughs> well, go mm-hmm. to a store and go, hey, I didn't know I needed that. There you go. Thank right. you. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, yeah. yeah, let's do a quick round the table and 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 uh, see if we you know how long it takes for us to to uh, talk about our wish lists. Anne Marie, what you got? Okay, I'm really hoping I didn't talk about this one last time, but you can stop <laughs> me if I did. No. Um, but the first one here that I've got, or the big one here, is Last Light, and that one. Um, if any of you uh, watch or listen and watch the dice tower, uh, Roy Kennedy, oh, who's one right. of, yeah, yeah, the main guys there. He, um, he made this game, he designed it and he's like, again, from watching, uh, watching dice tower, he loves space games. And I always love that when you know that the person who's creating the game, that's their jam. Mm-hmm. He's like, obviously he made a space game because he loves space games yep. and it looks awesome. It's got a board that, like spins in two different places, like rotating planets. And it's like a, I believe there's like a sun in the middle and then like things are orbiting around the sun yeah. in two different directions. Nice. Planets oh. are moving around. And it's just the production value looks really nice. And yeah. that's on GameFound. And it's a 4X. A 4X that plays in what, plays like an hour? An hour. That was the, yeah. you said that's the big pitch. And right away, yeah. space, love it. 4X, yeah. love it. Inside yes. an hour. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So I'm uh, yeah, it's Gray Fox Games is publishing it, and I just I'm that's huge on my radar. I'm so excited. It's going to be a while, I think, before it comes, but uh-huh. um, yes. but it looks awesome. Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, I'm also very excited about that game. To be clear, <laughs> <laughs> but because um, <laughs> we did 100% back that day one. Uh, but there's another game here that um, is like a slam dunk one of the easiest slam dunks i've ever made in backing a game ever and that is the new sleeping gods distant skies from red raven games um and uh ryan lockett of course and it uh well i don't know what else to say if everyone knows about sleeping gods Mm -hmm. it's a tremendous uh storytelling or living game (laughs) um that with adventure at every corner and you're, 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 you're in a sandbox basically. And you kind of create your own adventure. And this one, it should be no different except for it sounds like you're in a plane and your plane goes through a portal. And then uh, you end up on the other side of this portal and you got to find your way back somehow. Um, uh, It just, yeah, it looks fantastic. And I, I have no reason to think otherwise because the original sleeping gods was just one of the best, narrative games ever made nice. by a long shot so this should be just as good or better because i'm sure there'll be a lot of tweaks to it that'll make it uh you know separate it from uh from the original so uh yeah the campaign looks great i love mm. everything i'm seeing from it can't wait to play it and this was yeah an easy slam dunk 
I don't, have, <laughs> I don't have much to throw down on this one because I haven't played Sleeping Gods, but I have now or never right in front of me. And I, I totally am, I totally bought into uh, Red Raven and uh, their content. But Ryan, you've played Sleeping yep. Gods. Sleeping Gods was my number one game of the year that it came out just the other year. Um, and it was amazing experience, like, much like Rob said. And if Ryan Lockett continues his trend, um, his games just keep getting better mm. yep. as they release. And I, I don't think we've seen his, be- they, these games are amazing and awesome. And I don't think we've seen the best one yet. I think no. he just keeps getting better. I think so. And yeah. this, this one I think could be better than the original, right? So there's no reason to think it won't be. So and that guy, he keeps outdoing himself. And <laughs> that guy, he well, does everything. You know, I mean, seriously, he does do everything. Publishes. That's, that's what I mean. He writes the, he's writes like the dialogue. That's what I'm saying. Those multi-talented people that it's like, you can design a game, you can draw it. Like you, you got everything down on it. It's like, He's well, like he's like the Tom well Hanks of board games. <laughs> yeah, he's the cardboard Da Vinci. That's yeah. right. <laughs> right. Right on. Um, uh, Ryan. Okay. Well, Rob and Anna Marie both took my first two games. That I <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I had a list of other things just as backup because we because talking with Rob and Anna Marie, we we have similar tastes in games and being on Jason's Dyson Dragon Kickstarter excess or value show, we end up talking (laughs) about lots of the same things. So I'm going to throw one that's coming right up left field that was announced not too long ago. And that is the new cosmic encounter campaign expansion coming from fantasy flight games this, uh, this summer. And so it's the seventh expansion uh, in the Cosmic Encounter lineup. Um, and they're advertising, it's going to be the biggest one yet. It's introducing wow. a campaign mode um, with with your friends. 30 new aliens. <laughs> 30. 30. 3-0. Wow. And 12 alternate timeline aliens revising previous editions of already released aliens. So they're kind of like alternate. What? Um, Aliens and adds new space stations, technologies, hazards, and um, features uh, and new features such as Lux and Moons to the game. Okay. Hmm. So big old expansion. It's going to be coming. I believe they're saying it's estimated release of quarter three or summer or quarter three of this year. That's that soon. Right? That's awesome. Um, Asmodee is, is already advertising that pre-orders are up for uh, local game stores can already pre-order it on the Asthma oh, Day cool. websites. And yeah, and right now it's saying it's advertising at like $45 US. Oh, awesome. For the Which is $87.95 Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so can, can this version be just used with just the core box or do you need the other expansions? So they have not released that much more information about it yet. Because um, we have the core box, but we have nothing else for it. But this sounds very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have the core box, and I think I have only two of the other expansions. And but I'm I'm assuming that if it's coming with thirty new aliens, you can yeah. probably just play yeah. with just this box and whatever's yeah. within the core box. 
I think that would be a tall order to say, here's our campaign, but you have to have the seven other expansions yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I highly doubt it. Yeah, you need to you need to own like the 300 other aliens that part of this game. Yeah, yeah. some of them are out of print, so you might be out of luck. Yeah. But, you luck. Know. Yeah. Cool. No, cool. Yeah, it sounds sounds great. I never, I didn't see that coming. The campaign no. for. for uh, Cosmic yeah, that's cool. it was it was oh, announced God. at the same time, Norm, as the new Flam Rouge expansion. Ooh. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I saw that. That's kind of on my radar, but this one is even higher up on my radar. Um, and you know what? There might be a correlation that I just talked to, as I said, David Thompson. Uh, if you like your Undaunted, I don't know if you guys, have, Brian, you've yet to play Undaunted, haven't you? Mm-hmm. I've actually yeah, played right, it. Yeah. has got Off it right camera, there. Yeah, there. so um, uh, this is David Thompson, um, and this is called Resist. And I'll just read the little tag, and I'll tell you the mechanisms, and then you tell me if you guys are kind of going, whoa, 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 what? So... <laughs> Spain, 1936, General Franco and his troops advanced through the territories of Spain, giving way to a long period of civil war and repression. After the Spanish Civil War, a group of loyalists and the Republic continued the armed struggle, forming resistance groups better known as Maquis. Hidden among the mountains, these men and women risked their lives to defend the ideals of democracy and freedom. There's the big thematic push. Here's the mechanisms. Card play conflict, deck building and pool building, Hand management, open drafting, push your luck. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm yeah. in. And I believe it is a solo only game. Really? Yeah. One yeah. player. Wow. So card drafting. Um, as push he your put luck. it, you're, you're, he's, you're, you're like a little bit of DNA of the Undaunted and some of his war game stuff that if you, I mean, Pavlov's house is awesome. I but, need uh, that game. I need Pavlov's house. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, the, the, I think what drew me in before I even knew who it was and what it was about was the art. It has that like 1930s um, deco-ish um, yep. kind of cartoony, European cartoon, like Tintin kind of yep. like Hervé kind of thing. Um, yeah, I am so compelled to try and find this anywhere to play it because, uh, yeah, he, is it, he, is it released right now? It is, uh, released it to do, do, what are we here? Um, it is released in Europe right now. It's, a uh, in, uh, Spain, because yeah. I think what he talked to me about was there's a small board game company in Spain that talked to him because they liked his his war game stuff. And they said, hey, we want you to do a game. You decide. And that's how it kind of spawned out. And I believe this will have to be like an import thing until someone brings it in. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. The Salt and Pepper Games is who, who put it out. And Interesting. Uh, so, Sounds good. Yeah. I am fine. Well, tra- okay. So tra- not just uh, David Thompson, Trevor Benjamin, um, uh, Roger uh, Tank, Tankersley and David Thompson are the three des- um, uh, designers on this. So, sounds very good. Yeah, sounds very very good. Anna Marie, round two. We got time for round, round two. two. We got okay. time. Okay. Okay. So, this one, <clears throat> I have. Um, I didn't see it when it was on like Kickstarter or anything like that, but this has been on the pre-order uh, pre-order page of our game store here for. A long time and I have looked at it for a long time and so it's obviously still 
hasn't made it in yet. So it's one of those long Kickstarters waiting. I mean, with the recent times, um, it's called Frostpunk, and it's like it's a. You know what I'm talking about, Ryan? Yeah, <laughs> I know funny? what you're talking. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's it, naughty because you took it off his list. No, yeah. I took it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but this one it's apparently like a rendition of a video game but it's uh or based on a video game but it's minis out the wazoo like a ton <laughs> of minis and it's um you're basically a uh like a leader of a faction who in a post-apocalyptic world but it's where the world is like frozen mm. and so you're um you're basically through through different the different ways of playing you're deciding what kind of leader you're going to be are you going to be like a dictator are you going to be somebody who inspires your people are you going to be you know this and each of you are playing a different leader of a different faction and trying to build up your crew to be kind of um the best and win obviously but it's uh it's interesting like they there are so many expansions on it too. I mean, Kickstarter, obviously there's, there's yeah. lots of different expansions, but it's just from the first time I saw it, I just keep going back I, every time going back, <laughs> going back, going back. And I'm like, ah, and I think it, it, I saw it at a time where I had like pre-ordered a lot and I was like, I got to put the brakes on <laughs> but, <laughs> and I just haven't. Yeah. So I just, I keep going back. Well, um, yeah. You know why you keep going back to it. You saw the who the designer of Frostbunk is. Adam Kopinski. Yeah. Isn't that, Lord, yeah. Lords of Hellas and Nemesis. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I'm All just right. like, ah, yeah. But do it. Do it. I know. Probably will. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I keep going back every time. And there's a cool player mat. <laughs> like, oh, sold. You got me on the player mat. <laughs> yeah. You know what? <laughs> I'm not going to judge the way that sounded, but yeah, it's pretty much a sold. You haven't just, you know, convinced yourself <laughs> yet. I, I, but I haven't pulled the trigger yet. I, but I've just keep, Oh, I keep going back and it's going to be one of those like, okay, hey, well, how many minis do I need? If I do get it, which ones do I get? They have, I think it's some kind of like, well, it's not a dreadnought, but it looks like this gigantic <laughs> piece of plastic that just like sits on there. Probably one I wouldn't need, but or is it, you know, maybe it is integral to, to the game. It's the size of a loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. But yeah, that's uh, that's Frostpunk. Cool. Rob? So I have, I have a couple. Um, one I mentioned on our podcast that we recorded yesterday, and I'm not going to spend uh, more than 10 seconds on it, but there's a <laughs> reprint of The Great Wall coming. Mm, and I am nice. all in mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's a game from a couple of years ago. But that reprint is I'm all over it. But that's however, a, there's Awaken Realms, game. right? Awaken yeah. Realms, yeah. yeah, yeah. Looks looks tremendous. And yeah, it's just a game that I kick myself forever <laughs> for not backing. But now I have my second chance. So, there you go. Um, we we're doing that. But there's another game um, that I have been seeing online uh, a lot um, lately, and it's something that's captivated me right from when I saw the box art and that's called Vagrant Song. And this one comes from designer Matt Carter and publisher Word Miniatures. And this is a, this is a strange one. So (laughs) it's, it's very, um, the artwork is reminiscent of like Steamboat Willie. 
Um, okay. The old old timey Mickey Mouse sort of yeah, yeah. Uh, thing yeah, going on. Yeah, I, and, I, I um, get what you're going down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like very old timey cartoony. Um, but what this is about is you are aboard this train and it's a cooperative game. That's and it's right. uh yeah, it's this a this one a, looks so neat. It's a <laughs> boss battling game now where you're trapped on this supernatural ghost train and you're as the train is traveling around you're facing off against ghosts that are lingering on the train and you have to adjust what you're doing against each boss like i guess each boss is like but like completely different from the last on how you have to approach and take them on and i really don't know much more than that except for it's got like crazy good reviews and it's super highly rated and um it just sounds neat. It just looks really <laughs> good. And I love the artwork yeah. and I just love everything about it. As soon as I saw the box, I wanted, I was like, ah, I think this looks cool. And then when I heard what's going on, um, I was all about it. And I haven't seen it available for pre-order anywhere um, or anything. So I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that I come across this game soon. It's supposed to be out in Canada in 2022. I think it's been in the States since like Christmas, I want to say. Yeah. But, uh, um, Chad, Chad from the Dyson Men. Was talking about it on what you've been playing Wednesday. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. The other, the, oh, the yeah, episode. that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking, yeah. why is this familiar? Yeah. So he had he has a copy in yeah. Saskatoon there. Uh, or where's he? Uh, from? Yeah, he's, he's in Regina. He's in Regina. Regina but yeah, because yeah. I saw he, his Twitter was um all all about this game just recently. Oh, dang, <laughs> I gotta find out where he got it because it looks awesome. It really does, and um yeah, that's one I'm super looking forward to. Right on. Ryan. Okay. What you got? Well, Rob stole Great Wall from me. So (laughs) just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, I'm going to talk about a little game that's currently on Kickstarter right now. Um, And I I don't know anything about the gameplay because I haven't dived into it yet. But other than one of the designers is somebody that I've been paying attention to a lot lately. And that is Fabio Lapignano. Who okay. designed a little game called Merv, Hard mm-hmm. yeah. and Zappo and Zappotech by Board and Dice? I really enjoy his designs. He's got another one out here. And Nestor, um, what's it, what's it called? Oh, sorry, it's called Autobahn. Oh, that's right, Autobahn. Autobahn yeah. by Alley Cat Games. Sorry, I guess I should have actually said the name of the game. <laughs> it's okay, Ryan. But, I'm with you. Yep. <laughs> You're into um, it. And the co and the co designer is Nestor Mangone. And he was a co-design on Newton Norm. Oh, that's that right. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ooh, we awesome. so what I so what I know is this is gonna be a nice crunchy euro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is all I yeah. know. And looks like there's like lots of nice custom wooden bits if you get in on the Kickstarter campaign. And it looks like it's just kind of like a funky pickup and deliver type game where you're traveling and building out the Autobahn in uh in in, in Germany there. So mm. yeah, nice. it looks really Really cool. The theme just sounds really, really cool. And there are, <laughs> this, this box is going to be heavy of just like <laughs> wood, <laughs> cardboard, and cards. <laughs> and so like awesome. That. Yeah. And it's got like, it's got solo play norm and. Oh, okay. I'm interested yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Got, Crack the neck. And, All right. Here we go. Let's get the, uh, let's get the cart. Let's get the cart uh, internet going. Yeah. Right. So, cool. You said um, Merv. That's the one you and Norm yep. did on the they Friday night light or Friday night <laughs> games. Um, last game standing, right? Yep, mm-hmm. that was the one. You guys, yep. you guys made me want to play that game. I have to find nice. it. <laughs> 
It, yeah. it is really good. The, what, oh. what puts people off about the game is you, it's, it's the price of the game yeah. that's really put people off on it because it doesn't seem like it's a big box, but it's a big game. It's oh. a big game. It's oh. a big game. You get it's such a good game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first the first round goes by like lickety split. You're like, oh, we're gonna be done this game in no time. And then two hours later, I'm like, oh, I don't know, just crunch this number and, <laughs> over there and yeah. carry the one. And- yeah, you get 12 <laughs> turns, but by the 10th turn, you're by, by the 10th round, your turn takes five minutes. <laughs> right. Cool. Um uh, my my last on my radar is an old kind of like you know, refocus. And uh, it's only because we played it recently and I absolutely dialed it in and loved it. And that's Gaia Project. I Ooh, am, no. I've got, I've got the, uh, I've got the bloodhound <laughs> on this, on the scent. Got to find me. I think uh, there's a copy at Amazing Stories that, that uh, when I find a time, uh, I'm going to have to go pick it up. But uh, uh, Dave brought it over to Gamers Garage and uh, Garage. And uh, <laughs> we uh, we all played that for the first time, and really? uh, few people played Terra Mystica before, so they were very familiar with how the the system functions. And uh, I played Terra Mystica a long time ago when I first got into the hobby. My game group didn't click with it, and so I you know moved it on. But I always liked it, but there was never a solo thing, and Gaia Project has a solo mode. Nice. And uh, so, yeah, that's why the that's why the hounds get release the hounds because they're gonna go and, <laughs> they're gonna go and track this one down for me. So, yeah, I liked I liked Gaia Project a lot more than Terra Mystica. Yeah, yep. so it's yeah. way better. I think you made the, a good me choice too. there. Yeah, yeah, and it's because of the success of the solo play on Gaia Project. Is now that we are releasing Capstone Games is releasing the solo mode for Terra Mystica. They created, really they created the same. It's almost the same system for it would make sense. Terra Mystica. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so, but now you can play your Terra Mystica yeah. solo like um, you did with Gaia. They just they just had to make an interface that functioned with the uh, Terra Mystica. But yeah. I like Guy Pro. I like space. I mean, yeah. as space much theme. as I like, I love my kind of high <laughs> high adventure D and D stuff. Uh, I like my Star Wars space a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. that was a really good round of uh, new to the collection, and uh, but I got more on the right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to, I've just, got like a couple more here. screen over here. There's yeah. there's like. 35 games. I was looking there. at four of them right now. It's like Brussels, the card game is like, Oh, I want to talk about that one. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, let's uh, if, if, uh, if everybody's happy with this, well, let's come back to the table in four weeks time and talk about, because it's going to take for me, it's going to take that much. It's going to take a good three and a half weeks to go and get some games to the collection. Hey, Ryan's last, list is already last, last go. week. I got four shipping notifications of four Kickstarters that are going to fulfill this week. That's so exciting. Yeah. That's like the best notification. It's like the, the big, the biggest one is going to be the Marvel X-Men United. Have you got notified yet? No, but <sighs> it should be coming. Mine is, I think it's coming like Thursday or something like that. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness. Two oh refrigerator boxes. <laughs> the ice cream, the ice cream truck is here. I know. Yeah. 
Oh, this is awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much. Before we head out, uh, let's do a quick round around the table and remind everybody where we can find y'all. Ryan, where can we find y'all? Sure. Um, YouTube is the new channel. Mr. Rao, it's M-I-S-T-A-R-A-U Gaming, Rants and Reviews. H-T-T-P. I haven't hit the 100 subscriber mark yet, so I don't have the fancy, I can't customize the URL, so it's going to be just random letters and numbers. Um, that was there, great. Rants and Reviews. Rants are coming every Sunday. Reviews and playthroughs coming quite sporadically. But, uh, and then I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, just at Mr. Rao Gaming. That's, uh, that's so thematically tied in because isn't Sunday the day of rant? <laughs> you know, it's like the yeah. day of rant. Have your coffee, sit on the porch. People will come in and go and go to church. Clouds. Yeah. Get, get, off, get off my, my lawn. lawn. Yep. <laughs> Uh, hey, Maple Dungeons. Hey, kid, hey kids, stop having fun at the park. <laughs> Your laughing's too loud. Yeah. <laughs> Maple Dungeon. Yeah. Thanks, Norm. It's been Rob and Anna Marie from the Maple Dungeon out here in Kelowna, BC. You can catch us on Twitter and YouTube and our podcast on all the major podcasting sites, uh, the Maple Dungeon podcast. And we just dropped an episode yesterday about mantis falls which is a pretty wicked little game so if you want to hear about that go check it out and uh we got we finally got our uh apple working it's on apple Apple it's on everything (laughs) i saw that it's on everything (laughs) finally (laughs) yes you get you get finally put into the queue oh my god other apple podcasts (laughs) and uh always perfect attendance on the what you've been playing wednesday and ryan you're back on there with mr rao yeah, we're and, back uh, on there. So there you go. Thank you so much, you guys. Thanks for having us. It's Thanks, awesome. Welcome back. Well, it takes us to uh, the end of our episode. And as I always like to do, uh, thank you so much for listening. It is a pleasure to talk about board games. And as I always like to say, I'm your host, Norm, and we'll catch you later. This has been an episode of Cardboard Conjecture, and you can find more about the podcast on Twitter at BC Board Gamers, and you can find the podcast on YouTube by searching Cardboard Conjecture and on Board Game Geek. Guild number 4045. If you wish to contact the podcast, you can email norm at cardboardconjecture.com. Thanks, eh?